Hey, you guys. Uh, I am not sure if I'm visible. You're visible. Wow. So guess what, you guys? Tonight's one of them nights. Yeah. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole presentation and even right now my screen is blank. I can't really see what's going on, but we, I'm, I'm still here. Sugar's face is in the place. You know, we just doing this impromptu. I'm, I'm just spitting bars off the top now, but we're going to talk about something that happened just recently last week. Um, just highlighting a, a really good fighter for the record, setting the record. And I also, in, in this show, wanted to address uh, a former contender that I fought. Uh, her name is Tammy Johnson, and she left a comment um, on, I believe it was my Journey Women episode, and I wanted to address her uh, well, with a couple points, but I'm not sure. I, you know, we do need visuals for these because um, Tammy Johnson need, needs a bit of a spotlight. I think she feels neglected and left out of the game, and uh, she she's definitely um, uh, a name and, and a person that may sugar who she she is. Um, she she's a name that that is on my skid row and i'm proud of my skid row i fought a bunch of baddy bad bad broads a bunch of bad tough bitches and she was one of them um and so i want to give her uh her her spotlight because uh but we'll have to do that in another show because um y'all got to really get to know this this baddie uh tammy tasmanian devil johnson look her up um, next Wednesday, we'll follow up on the conversation. And those who are watching, I should hope that uh, you did a little bit of homework and, and then we can go back and forth. Tammy, if you're looking, if you're watching, thanks for supporting Sugar, right? And, and um, you know, it, it was all love. You know, it, it, was, it was never to uh, our, our fight and, and me choosing you and you choosing me was never about anything negative. It was about us being, bringing the best out of each other. Um, us, I, I will say, you know, some of us have good days at the office. Some of us have bad days at the office. That night you had a bad day at the office. Um, and it is what it is, right? It, and it's happened to me. But that doesn't dim uh, your shining light. Hun, you know, he, you was one of the baddest coming up out there and we were all concerned about you. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to use my platform to tell the story. All right. So, uh, Mo Moni Brown TV. Hello, queen. Hey, Moni. All right, then we, we having a party now. Moni's in the building with Suge and, uh, let's get live. Let's talk. Okay. So, Tonight, uh, we the, the the topic is setting the record for the record. Okay, so I was going to set the record about Tammy Johnson. I ain't got my slideshow up, but we can still chatty chat. But that was that's for next Wednesday. Okay, but tonight we're going to talk about the broad 
Ramla Ali. And we're talking about Ramla Ali tonight because um, she's doing great things. She's a sub 10 con contender out there. Um, she made it as far as Olympics, but the reason why I want to spotlight her is because uh, she might, she, she's done some things that, you know, uh, touches my heart, uh, Sugar's heart, because, um, you know, I've done the same thing for, for my, my country and, and, and my, um, in a sense, uh, the, shine the light on, on the fighting side of, of women, uh, in the Caribbean. Okay. So, um, Michael Orr, so Mike, oh, Michael Orr comes in. Um, listen, listen, Mike, you're going, you're going to cut it with the facts already because this my show. Okay. You're going to have to come with the, all this information after sugar, after sugar, uh, dump the 411. Well, after I drop the 411, hun, then you, you could follow up and, and support the facts. Right. All right. So, uh, oh, Mike, you put that for me to read. Oh. Thank you, baby. I've done my homework too, but thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So it's for me to read, but let me do. All right. So I'm gonna do mine, and then I'm gonna come. I'm I'm gonna come up with uh follow up with my Mike's rendition, right? I I always spit the remix first. Okay. So this is the remix of the Ramla Ali story that that I put together. Okay. So Ramla Ali is uh uh she's uh woman boxer oh my goodness i haven't even introduced myself you guys tonight is one of them nights it's 7 30 on a wednesday i'm natalie sugar brown okay and this is my platform to um give you give all my viewers all my misfits that uh chime in all my people an authentic view and window into the life of women uh pugilists okay so women in women's boxing right because like i always say uh people think boxing is boxing is boxing men's boxing is like women's boxing and it ain't the same baby it's not the same okay um women's boxing is totally different what oh okay Carl W coming in UK leading the way again with a brilliant all female card thoughts i heard you baby i heard you carl and thanks for chiming in okay so you talking about the um you talking about the mega fight carl tell me tell me um if uh you you talking about the thoughts on the all uh women shields versus marshall uh, mega card okay tell me confirm if that's the, the the that's the one you want my thoughts on okay but uh yeah carla's in the building and um moni brown tv's in the building the party then got started and then michael Orr. okay so yes um sugar is is giving you the authentic perspective of a woman uh pugilist i have been on top of the game for over 20 years so yes i'm an old crone in this game and i've been around enough um to give you all some insight on you know a lot of a, a lot of the ups and downs and ins and outs of uh, my fellow 
baddies and broads and 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 women that do this thing in in women's boxing okay and like i always say please please ask questions um there, there's no silly questions there's no stupid questions right it's it's we having a conversation and um it, it's it's really all about getting to know uh the world of a woman gladiator okay so yes carl comes back and wants to confirm uh saying yes the 10th the september 10th card shields versus marshall correct okay so yeah uk is leading the way again with um all female action okay so uh, i'm gonna say this uh uk when it comes to women's boxing right now that's where the money's at that's where the money is okay and i appreciate that okay especially if we get paid in the pounds okay because you know that money weigh that money ain't lightweight that money heavyweight <laughs> okay um and uh it, it's it's a grand event i i i went over the, this this uh match and this card in a previous episode um mike Orr comes in saying it's a massive lineup lineup can't wait to see it okay um it's a it's a okay lineup i beg to differ uh with michael Orr. i i i agree with with you carl saying uh uk is leading the way with this all-female card movement right now because this ain't the first time there was an all or has been an all-female uh card big card um either you know we've been been doing this in women's boxing we just never got the spotlight and the marketing now that we've gotten okay um mike or chimes in there's a lot of up and coming female prospects and that's what i have the problem with you see what i'm saying a lot of the undercard are sub 10 uh previous amies and i want to say this um it's I find it disrespectful for such a mega card in women's boxing or for such a big card in women's boxing to happen. And uh, there's a full lineup of broads that's wet behind a damn ears, sub 10 fighters who don't know uh, one post to the next post as a professional in women's boxing and they're fighting four and 40 fighters okay so i'm gonna be upfront with that okay um there are several contenders in women's boxing that deserve that spotlight that deserve to be on um on that card and featured on that card just because you got out of um, the Olympics and, and you meddled, that was that, that's what you did as an amateur. And congrats, congratulations, baby. But you in the pros now. And I'm not sure if y'all are familiar, very familiar with men's boxing, but just because you got a gold or a medal in the Olympics don't mean that you the cat sass in um, pr the pros. Okay? We just want to make that clear. I felt, I feel like they should have featured a lot of the contenders that would 
than be next to fight either Clarissa Shields or Savannah Marshall, right? Because there are other baddies in that weight division from junior welter, I mean, yeah, from junior mi middle all the way up to super middle. You know what I'm saying? The, and they've put their work in as pros for some years. And you don't jump over somebody's head like that with some, uh, you know, with a wet behind the ear, um, sub 10, uh, you know, uh, pro female boxer that's fighting a four and 40 fighter. That's going to be boring. And, you know, it, it's just not, it, it's just not appealing. That's all I, that's what I got to say about that. Okay. So, um, wait a minute. I love that. We, we talking good now. Carl comes in. The purses must be big to be bringing in the top U.S. talent over the pond. Not really. Um, and, and I covered this in a previous episode too. No, a lot of, you know, a, a, a lot of it's for the clout. A lot of it is because now they get some attention and, I also say this, you know, we've come to a time where, you know, we as women boxers, we don't we should not or we do not need to sell ourselves just for the attention now. Right. Um, you can't expect to have a big purse if you're a, a, a sub 10 female fighter. I don't care if you meddled at the Olympics. Right. If you're a sub 10 female follow uh, female boxer with no real following, okay, and you're fighting a four and 40 opponent, right? If they were fighting, if they were fighting uh, names out the gate, you see what I'm saying? So if they were fighting, if they were fighting names of contenders that are ranked and, and big out the gate, then yeah bring them over and yeah let's let's see what these Emmys. let's see if they can you know bite off um the the take these big bites and and chew these these contenders up you know but you come out here fighting a four and 40 fighter and i'm supposed to be excited i don't think so baby no that's not for me so the undercard um for the mega fight is is um it's just not giving for sure. It's not giving for me. It's not giving championship. It's not giving excitement. It's not giving drama. It's not giving nothing for me. And that those are all the in ingredients that would make uh, a fight interesting. And that those are all the ingredients that you need to be seen on a, a, a mega stage like this. Okay. So, um, uh, Michael Orr come, yeah, he he confirms the undercard. All of them are sub seven fights. Like I said, sub ten. I give you up to ten to figure out what you're going to do in there. Okay, um, if you've been around and and if and if you've and, and if you've fought some champion contenders, then I'll talk about you. But you fighting four and forty, nah. Um, Carl comes in. Who do you think is missing off the card? I say, who's who's missing off the card? Um, fighters like, um, let's see, uh, uh, Tierra Brown is missing off the card, who is a, a dangerous contender for both Bumgardner and uh, Michaela Meyer, 
right? So she could have been one on there. Um, Raquel Miller is a dangerous contender at, at, for junior middleweight right up to middleweight. And she's a dangerous contender for both Clarissa Shields and, um, and Savannah Marshall. Um, even though, um, let's see, who else is out here? You, you know, um, I mean, I, I, I like that you're asking me these names. Um, you know, uh, Medusa out of, um, uh, out of Greece, Mike, help me, help me. Uh, what, what's her name again? Um, she's out of Greece. They call her Medusa. She would have been a great contender on this card. Melissa St. Bill would have been a great contender on this card. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, Senecia Estrada would have been a great contender on this card, you know, like put the contender, put contenders out there, put people that, um, can step up, you know, and can be problems for the mega and main events. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, Mike says, you're only as good as your last fight. I mean, absolutely. You know, and Carl uh, confirms, I agree, amateur and pro boxing, two different sports. Let me tell you, right? So Sugar's going, Sugar's going to tell you her um, perspective, her first experience um in the pro so um i'm not sure if y'all look me up but i'm gonna tell you i was a world-class amateur ranked number two in the world arguably number one i fought i still had a bit of a pro style and irena sinetskaya out of russia she had my number okay left of left the emmys ranked number two in the world number one in the usa number one in jamaica um six-time golden glove you name it i had it i was that gal okay as as an amateur uh turned pro okay took some time off i had my son uh came back but you know i still had the skills to pay the bills when i uh decided to come back um i fought a, a girl named christine and i forgot her last name but y'all can look me up okay and um, when Christine weighed in, Christine had a body. She looked like a smaller version of Ann Wolf, carved out. She looked like she was carved. Her muscles looked like she was carved out of stone. Okay, and here I am, um, postpartum mommy, uh, the former amateur badass. But I, you know, I had to figure out who I was in the in this pro game again thing you know signing up uh to fight did this 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 killer because she was a killer so um about my father's business what's up natalie what's up chris thanks for chiming in i i i really appreciate that uh you took the time out of your important life to chime in on my show i appreciate that and like i said uh, always much love to you because you played a big role in uh who natalie uh too bad uh sugar brown came to be so thank you for your presence sir um where was i i digress i come back to um saying this so christine she weighs in and everything like that nobody knew who i was 
scrapbook boxing good evening and peace good evening and peace um scrapbook boxing right thanks for thanks for chiming into the party we got some good people in the building right um we got scrapbook boxing about my father's business we got carl w we got um i mean goodness it's about to be lit um who else we got we got moni brown tv man i'm so excited right now so um like i said um you know i weighed in and you know i didn't really nobody knew who i was because it had been some time i had my son i'd move on i was a married woman and a mommy so um you know when i um walked to the ring and i stepped through the ropes and there wasn't no headgear and the gloves were smaller i said okay this don't feel the same <laughs> right so you know i was like okay you know i'm still you know who who is chris who is this girl christine i'm 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 too bad i'm natalie too bad right child let me tell you when christine threw the first punch and that wind went past my face i said oh shit, this for real for real <laughs> okay so yeah that first round was me figuring out you know how to navigate how to get through this thing referee wasn't saying stop stop every time like we were going at it and swinging and going at it now my 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 coach my trainer at the time um carl w asking sugar what was your fight style come forward fighter or worked off the back foot um i had let me tell you carl um as i'm telling this story um i have been blessed tremendously to have some great trainers in my life um I mean, to name them all, I started off with, um, you know, the, the person who got me in, in boxing Olympic gold medal, I'm sorry, Olympic bronze medalist, Chris Johnson, uh, saw me as a scrappy young girl uh, in Atlanta. And he told me, he's the first one to tell me that I could do it. And I believed him because he believed in me and he was an Olympian. And, you know, fighters like Vernon Forrest, Johnny Gant was my trainer. Johnny Gant was a top three internationally ranked welterweight at the time of Sugar Ray Leonard, and he fought Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, you know, another uh, Jerome Coffey, you know, top um, top amateur and top pro fighter, you know, um, uh, Sergey uh, Lit Lit. Caught. I could never say Sir, uh, Coach Sergey's last name. He's in U Ukraine right now, fighting for his country. Um, and and he he actually uh, was a part of the Usyk camp. You know, Usyk just became a, a heavyweight champion. So you know, I've been so blessed. So uh, Sugar Style, uh, I, boxer, puncher, fighter. I was tremendously strong. For my weight, I fought at uh, junior uh, junior welter, super lightweight. Um, I have I'm five foot seven, but I got really long arms. So my because I had such a uh, 
long reach, I was very deceptive. My reach was uh, the reach of a fighter who was about 5'10", right? So very deceptive. You know, I was going, I was going to put my hands on you uh, out in deep water. Um, I was taught to dismantle a fighter, not just fight, but I was taught where to hit a fighter to, um, to take them apart, to take their bodies apart. So most of the fighters that I've ever fought uh, were, and I'm not saying this as, you know, some of the, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I was a fighter who ruined other fighters, right? So if, if you weren't going to be ruined physically, because I, I had a high knockout ratio, ratio. you were going to be ruined mentally. Because when you fought Sugar, um, it wasn't a good experience. I, 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 I am hitting you in organs and in places that make you uh, rethink if you can uh, actually do this boxing thing. So, you know, that was the type of fighter I was. Uh, you know, crafty. Um, I, I, I love to, I love to bang, but sometimes I, I realized that banging wasn't my, or, you know, being a banger and sitting there and going, that wasn't my thing. Um, I boxed you and broke you down. And, uh, sometimes it was a fight. Sometimes it was clean boxing. And then, you know, I, 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 I hit hard, you know, my shots were hard. So, um, a lot, like I said, a lot of my fight, a lot of my opponents either quit or they were stopped. Um, but you know, that was me. I had an excellent time. I, I appreciate all the knowledge that was poured into me from my trainers, from my sparring partners. I sparred with a lot of great people, a lot of top amateurs, a lot of top men, because um, you know I was the only girl in the kitchen at the time. Aside from yeah, Isra Girgra, who was a, a, a world champion, she fought Christy Martin, um, Mitzi Jeter, uh, Nina Allen, um, goodness, what's Goose's um, name? Uh, I, for, I forgot Goose's name, but you know, she they, they were all there. I, I, um, I trained with a, a, or sparred with a lot of great women too that, that were ahead, ahead of me. You know, I was a young, I was a young scrappy amateur at the time trying to make my way and, and trying to get my respect from even those gals, from those broads and ladies. So, you know, that's that's a bit of my story. And I appreciate um, you asking me that, Carl W. Um, I worked on the back foot and the front foot. I was versatile. I just love to fight. <laughs> um, right. So, you know, just finishing up the story about my first um, experience as a pro, that first round, I'll never forget. When I went back to the corner, Jerome says, "What the, what the fuck are you doing? You in there? You think you, you think this is amateurs? You better get her the fuck out of there." I said, "What?" He said, "This ain't amateurs. Get her out of there." So I went out there and I realized, okay, rep ain't gonna stop me. Took it to the streets, right? So we were working on the post, posted her up against the rope and fed her a couple of these bomb right hands and ended the fight. And that's when I realized, I mean, she fell to her knees and started crying um, after I did that. And that solidified it for me and made me realize that, you know, this pro game ain't no joke. 
you gotta you you know you, you gotta be serious about what you're gonna do in the ring and um you know it, it only the strong will survive so you you gotta prepare and take it seriously so um you know uh talking about uh I named some fighters who should have been featured on this mega card coming up. You know, um, like I said, they, they should have had the contenders on the undercard instead of having these um, wet behind the ears um, but amateurs coming in fighting foreign 40 fighters. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't help women's boxing. It doesn't show the depth. It doesn't show our depth, you know, and it 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 shows showing a bunch of um uh inexperienced professional women uh really uh chokes the potential right the imagination of what the fans will know and see and think that's out there right and and we don't want to do that because there's a lot of bad bitches out here Okay, there's a lot of baddies out here. They didn't even have to be amateurs. They don't have to have an amateur background. There's some girl, there's some women out here that scrap at bars in the parking lot, in the backyard boxing, in the basement boxing, right? That do belong in the ring and do deserve a chance under the spotlight to show and to fight for these belts and to show the world that, um, you know, there's some good contenders out here and, and, and show the potential of what women uh, boxers can do, right? Um, where, where were we? Um, Carl also says, um, is there work to be done in the U.S. in terms of exposure for female boxing? Of course there's work to be done. Um, it, in, in the US in terms of exposure. But the thing is, I, my issue with the exposure thing is as women in women's boxing, we tend to think that male boxing owes us something. They owe us a spot on their cards. They owe us a space on their, you know, on their promotions. Um, goodness, somebody came in with something. What? Noel uh, Bastiampilia. Hey, sugar. First time watching. Great show. Thank you, Noel. And thanks for chiming in. Uh, yeah, we, we talking to talk tonight. And like I said, ask me anything. Uh, first time watching your show. I hope it's not the last time watching the show. Okay. All right. So, um, where was I? What was I saying? You know, this is this is a spirit. This is a, a spirited conversation right now. Oh goodness. Um, where were we? Um, where were we, y'all? <laughs> um, exposure. Yes. So we don't. I, I. I don't. Male boxing doesn't owe women's boxing anything. Right. That, you know, we stepped in the ring and we we got to sell ourselves just like them. I believe um, exposure is based on us as women boxers. We have to find the platforms and the avenues that are going to feature us, that are going to give us that, you know, the, 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 that um, 
that attention that we do need, right? Because women's boxing is a boutique type of or um, the, the type of sport, right? We have our own specific audience. We have our own market that likes us, right? Just because you like men's boxing doesn't guarantee that you're going to like women's boxing because we fight different, right? There are different things that you're looking at when you, when you see two broads in their fight, right? You're not looking at the technicality, right? Because not many of us are great technical fighters and not many of us have that pow you know, that pop in our punches, that's going to make the punch exciting. A lot of a, a lot of it is based on skill and you're going to watch a full fight. Right now, the best fighter, the best women's fighter in the world right now is um, Clarissa Shields. And Clarissa Shields ain't knocking nobody out, right? She, she just, she, I think she has the potential, but she doesn't have, uh, she, she's not putting her punches together right now to stop uh, her opposition. So her her punches, I mean, her fights are, you know, long-winded, but she's still entertaining because she has the IQ to make the fight interesting and a bit exciting still, you know? Um, Exposure-wise, like... Uh, you know, we, we've, like I said, we've got to market ourselves and it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's hard, right? So we, we can't be trying to get on male promote. We, we can't be always trying to get on uh, promotions that only feature males, right? You know, you, you, you can't expect that or you can't force uh, these promoters to do that. We need people to promote us who actually like and appreciate us women boxers, right? We did not, oh, you know, I, I only promote, I'm, I've only promoted male boxers, but I'll, I'll promote a, a few women because they, they seem to get some attention and make some money now. We don't, I, we don't need that. We need people that are really focused on uh, growing and, and helping us to evolve our sport. Okay. So that's where, you know, that's where I am um, with that and, and the exposure. Um, Mike comes in uh, saying, and nowadays women are using social media to capitalize on exposure. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm saying now. Every broad is a star. And some of y'all broads ain't that gal. I said it. Right. I wish... I wish Sugar was out there now, to be honest. What a time to be a women's boxer. What a time to be a women's boxer. Because I tell you, a lot of us who whose time has passed, this would be uh, this would it would be a really great time for, for the viewers and the fans. Because um we we weren't into the pageantry and and we were the ones that trained hard and, and fought hard. And, you know, we, we was doing like, um, like my girl, um, like my girl Ann Wolf said, I'll fight that whole for a cheeseburger. Yeah, we was on that, right? Because I'm not saying that my, my purses weren't great. It was the opportunities outside of the ring that made me money. 
and that that gave me uh, an opportunity to make a living to take care of myself and, and my family. Okay, and and it was hard. Um, it was hard on on my marriage. You know, it was hard on uh, me being a mom. Right, but I did it, and and we, it, it wasn't a one woman show. It was it was everyone that that supported and and helped sugar and and that's why i have so much love for everybody good bad and ugly right because y'all made me who i am um uh, michael Orr also says and what are your thoughts on women using their femininity and sexuality to promote themselves yeah what, hell yeah well like what do we have as women <laughs> right now i don't i i don't um i'm not big on thirst trapping and there's a difference. So Mia St. John was the first thirst trapper. And even though she could fight, she was a tough broad. And I would even say she was a bit of a brat, baddie. But when you, you know, when when you skinning out all, you know, your, your sun, moon and stars in the Playboy and then expected and, and, and expect people to now take you seriously as a, a woman gladiator, it, it then starts to conflict on what it is that that you're selling. What are you selling, girl? Are you selling the poom poom, or are you selling that you a bad broad in there, or are you both? You know, because you could be both, right? So um, I'm not even going to lie. I think the next I think the next thirst trap is we're going to have a porn star slash boxer coming. I, I'm not going. Let's keep it 100. Um, I'm sorry if we going, I'm sorry if we, we uh, talk and fight. Sorry, guys, if sugar got too real. But, you know, there there is the there is the element of thirst trapping in, in women's boxing. And a lot of these broads are doing it. I'm not calling no names, but you'll see it. You know, um, you know, they got they tig old biddies out at the way in, you know, and they got the silicones, you know, stuff like that. And like I said do what you got do what you got to do but you make sure when you get in that damn ring make sure your ass can fight make sure that you're not doing it and you think that somebody's going to throw you a bone because you know you you gave us a you gave us a little freaky peep show that's not what it is in there that's not what it is in there it's real in there you get headbutted you get in the elbow you get in the hurt and the potential of you getting hurt in there is real, okay? The sexuality thing too, you know, girls kissing boys, girls kissing girls, you know? I mean, that if whatever it is to to reel a person in, fine. But don't don't think that your thirst is going to make you a real contender. You still got to know how to fight and you still got to earn the respect in there from your peers. Okay? Um you know, far less talented women are champions right now. Why? Because, you know, they can afford to buy the belt, right? In women's boxing, it really don't look at the belt. Look at the broad, right? Who's on her skid row? Is it a bunch of foreign 40 fighters or has she fought some solid women who, who actually have fought, you know, and, and have achieved uh, a couple things, right? So that's what you got to look at in women's boxing, um uh michael Orr um also says it's evolving every day with every fight with every card with every every belt 
Yeah, it's evolving every day, but they handing out belts like they doing trick or treat candy. And I don't I don't appreciate that. Um, a, a lot of this is the next best and this is the next best bitch, please. <laughs> You're the next best when you fight somebody, when you fight somebody. If you're not fighting nobody, who are you? You know what I'm saying? If you haven't made a name for yourself, who are you? Sugar made a name for herself in the Emmys and she came to the pros and she did what she could do, right? I was avoided big time in the pros because my reputation from amateurs preceded itself. I would have loved to been fighting right now, right? Because I would have stepped to everybody like I was trying to before, you know, there is some great opposition out there. And, uh, you know, the, the, the sharks in the water to me, the sharks in the water right now ain't, ain't as scary as what they used to be. I, I ain't even going to lie because the sharks in the water that you would get before, um, would have a ugly ass record. And, you know, you still can't take them lightly because there are a lot of, a lot of these great contenders used to get raw deals. You know, you go to somebody's backyard and, and you, you lose even though you won the fight, right? So it, it was more, you know, it, it was realer out there to me than now. Now a lot of these champions, they're really skipping over uh, proper opposition and proper contenders' heads to fight four and 40 tomato can contenders. And it's not right, but it's up to y'all as, you know, the fans, y'all, my misfits, my people that chime in, that take interest to to really call these hoes in on, on what they doing, you know, and I call them hoes because, you know, you can't put boxing is boxing is one game. You, it ain't going you ain't going to pimp it. It's going to pimp you. OK, <laughs> yeah. Boxing been around for decades and centuries. Okay, it's been done by better. Okay, so don't think you can hold uh pimp this game because it's going to pimp your ass. You going you will be a hoe. <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh. Uh, Mike comes in. Uh, it, it, uh, saying, I guess it really depends on what the consumer is buying. It really does depend on what the consumer is buying. Right. But like I said, you better stick to your story because that consumer going to want you to pay up. So if you, if you sell in sex, you, you gotta, you gotta sell that sex in the ring and out the ring. If you sell in that, you're a fighter, then fight in the ring as well as fighting outside the ring, be about your business. Um, about my father's business comes in. Maybe some big endorsement deals like Reebok, Adidas for women's boxing with commercials. Um, you know, I, I agree about my father's business with you dropping that insight. But a lot of those uh, bigger name companies, they're, they really aren't interested in putting um, a, a female boxer on that on their platform or putting them out there right now for that um like i said look at Car clarissa shields they talk about the girl is not marketable and everything like that but okay savannah marshall you know none of these broads have gotten these th those type of endorsements from reebok and adidas because um 
to be honest, they, they don't they don't believe in that market. They don't believe that women's boxing can pull enough of a market or appeal to enough of a market to where they can invest or they should invest that type of money into um, highlighting that sport. And, and, and I agree right now with, with the amount of thirst trapping and with the amount of Paddington records and with the amount of, you know, um, it, uh, um, and I, I would say false potential because we really don't know on, on aside from Clarissa Shields, like, um, the, the here by day gone by night, a, a lot of these women ain't sticking around, you know, that a lot of these, uh, look at Nicola Adams. She, she, I mean, she got injured, but she gold medalist in and right out. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they not building, they don't build them like they used to, right. They not building them like they, they were back in the day when 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 the the older fighters uh like like Suge and them Christy Martin and Layla you know um and and I don't even Samaya Anani you know these are names that y'all wouldn't even know right now for for Dia Gibbs um uh Eva Jones Eva uh Black Magic uh Young Jones Young uh Jackie Nava you know, a lot of these, Laura Serrano, and not she's not even related to the Serrano sisters, Chevelle Halbach, all of these broads, man, and they still, some of them are still around. Chevelle is, they are avoiding Chevelle because Chevelle is an old, she's a crone in this game, but she's still dangerous. Um, and nobody wants to get beat up by an old crone. <laughs> That's the thing, right? So nobody's trying to try their luck. Michael Orr says, about my father's business, I think the big endorsement deals and the companies that represent them are too afraid or don't see enough profit margins for them to start doing women's boxing. Yup, that's what I said. You know, the market ain't big enough for them to risk it, right? They just now started really focusing on track and field for, for women. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as we think that we think, oh, we... It, it deserves all of the attention and all the money now um, until we start uh, uh, until we can start uh, carrying our own stage. It can't, it ain't going to happen realistically. Like, you know, I, the Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor fight. I mean, it was, all right. it was, all right. it was okay. But I wasn't excited about that. It was a glorified amateur match, if you ask me. You know, I'm hearing people talking about, oh, they're beasts. Them two are beasts. I'm sorry, baby. I can't call no point fighter a beast. I'm talking, I, I need, I, I'm like Mike. I need to see broads getting slumped. Then you get my money. Then you become a beast. And there are broads out there slumping other broads. Just because Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano lucked out, they got they won the women's boxing lottery and they got two great promoters that came together and rented out the Madison Square Garden and put them on a show. Don't, don't mean that they the best and baddest out there. Katie Taylor has gotten a lot of gifts and Amanda Serrano's record is Paddington, Paddington. 
okay? And until she fights, you know, the, I mean, the uh, Hania Santana gave, gave her problems, right? And and Dahania Santana is a is a journey woman. Woman, her record is ugly. Yeah. So um, that you know. Um, Michael Orr says women boxing has only been recognized by the Olympic Committee for 10 years. It's still in its infancy. Yeah, it's still in its infancy. Um, and like I said, can you name the name me the women who name me some women who won the last Olympics? Tell me their names. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they're not they're not drawing that much, okay? Women's, great, women's boxing are, are in the Olympics now and it's good, but you know, um, it, it's, it's, it's a different animal. Like I said, Ammies and pros are different. Uh, I, I don't like to talk much about the amateur game because the amateur game is already set. You know, they, they already have, they already have a stage in the platform now. And a lot of them walk around like, Oh, they good. Um, they better than the pro women. Well, bring your ass, bring your ass over this side, take the headgear off, put on them eight ounce gloves, fight some of these real broads out here. Some of these real crones out here. Let's see how good you are, okay? Take the chance, right? Quit fighting these foreign 40 fighters since you so good and since you so bad. And step up to, to some of us, step up to us crones that have been out here licking our chops for the opportunity that you have served on a silver platter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's it. You know, that's the chat. Um uh, scrapbook boxing comes in. You have an old school attitude. That's my conversation. Love your direct persona. Thank you. Thank you. Scrapbook boxing. I'm, I, I, I have to say that, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm old school because I came up, I, I came up old school. I came up, uh, under the guise and under the, the mentorship of some real, some real men in the game and they 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 told they not even they not only showed me where i was but you know i had to i had to prove my worth in that in, in that circle you know what i'm saying i am i'm totally honored that i had you know fighters like vernon forrest paul williams robert allen those guys looked at me as a little sister like i said chris johnson um, O'Neal Bell, can you imagine? Like these were some Steve Cunningham, the Sims twins. You know, the, my kitchen was hot. Okay, Cedric Boswell, who was a great heavyweight contender. Like these guys were in the gym, and they didn't look at me as no hot piece of ass. They looked at me as this scrappy ass young, uh, young lady, young girl, uh, trying to prove herself. And, and, you know, they pat me on the back when I needed, and, and they, you know, they pressed me when I, when, when I needed to be pressed out too, you know? So that's why I have this old school attitude and, 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 and that's why I have such an appreciation for the game 
I have such respect uh, for for my male counterparts that um, have given ladies like me a chance to to get in there and 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 try and and you know um by no means was it ever easy right i've gotten my ass whooped several low times okay but i always came back and showed up and i learned from it and the thing about that is that that's what that's what gains you the respect you know the 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 fact that you know you you show them that you got heart because heart ain't nothing that you can thirst trap for ain't nothing you could buy heart is something that you 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 gain and grow um within this game um uh, michael or says women have been boxing for as long as the sport has existed events uh of women entering the ring go back to the 18th century yeah so we've been been doing this okay he's right it's just that um it, 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 it we we weren't promoted, right? And the way we were promoted, um, women were all, women have been second class citizens in this world. And it, we, let's call a thing a thing, you know? So we had to fight a lot of things outside the ring and outside of boxing just to box. And we have to, um, we, we have to keep that in, 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 in perspective and keep that in mind in, in where things are now, okay? Um, Michael Orr says, what I'm talking about is infancy. I mean, commercially accepted. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Michael Orr says, what are your thoughts on Ramallah Ali? So we won't get to that. Um, let's see. We got some guys chiming in. Omar, Omar comes in. Hey, what's up, bruh? Uh, real beasts are able to break down their opponents without the use of an external factor equals the ref oh so oh so you studying oh so you studying okay okay um that also to everyone viewing leave a like on the video so sugar can keep giving out knowledge <laughs> absolutely like subscribe share this sugar y'all and keep the conversations coming i love y'all chiming in um I, uh, Michael, you, you dropped some names here, you know, but I, I ain't really going to say speak these names because, um, I, they ain't got to the 10 mark yet. Okay. And they ain't fought nobody in they pre 10 mark for me to speak their name. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, now we go, I'm going to talk about, um, this Ramallah Ali. So Ramallah Ali is a sub 10 fighter, but I'm bringing her up because, um, her, her record is actually seven wins, two losses, and she has two KOs. She recently uh, made history as um, her and um, Crystal Garcia uh, Nova uh, became the first two women to ever have a professional fight or to ever fought, have fought professionally in Saudi Arabia. Now, you know that's big, big. It's been a year since I think the women in Afghanistan had to go back to covering up and, you know, they took them out of schools and everything. So, uh, you know, from one extreme to the next, you got now uh, women in the boxing ring throwing blows. 
So, I mean, that that's that's great. That's great. That's great. Uh, Mike Orr says, you asked me the name girls from the Olympics of medals. Michael Orr, I asked you that because, and I asked everybody that because um, unless you Google them names, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't none of them, none of them really generated any excitement like that. You know, Clarissa Shields generated excitement. Mary Spencer generated excitement. Okay. Uh, these are women that, you know, you think uh, amateur boxing, they, they, their stories c come to mind because they had stories at the time, you know, Queen Underwood, you know, um, like these, these these women, and not because it was first, but you know they, it it was just they they generated they they pulled the attention uh, of people during that their 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 journey to the Olympics, right? Uh, these these broads that you know was was at the Olympics, right? In past Olympics. I, uh, uh, the only one that, um, and yes, I'm going to get real messy on here. The only one that, um, really came to mind was Virginia Futch or, um, yeah, I don't want to say it bad, but yeah. And y'all know why <laughs> y'all know why her name came up. And if you don't know why I'm going to tell you why. So her drug test came back dirty and she went and said, she talking about, she said that her um, drug test came back because her boyfriend was taking bad sub banned substances and she got it through her interactions with him. <laughs> now that's a story. Girl, just gone into porn and um, bring it back to the ring. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a woman behaving badly on here, and I'm sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, girl, Virginia, yeah. And she's on the undercard. She's actually on the undercard for, the, for this mega fight. So, yeah, girl. But I, I've never heard such a story. And I didn't even know you could, I didn't even know, I, I, I behaved badly in the bed too, but I didn't know your drug test could come out dirty um, by ingesting um, certain, certain uh, fluids. And that's all I got to say about that. So yes, back to Ramallah Ali. So Ramallah Ali um, became, you know, she just made history, and I, I gotta give, I gotta give some great credit to um, Crystal Gar Garcia Nova because somebody, somebody had to be the opponent, or somebody had to help um, Ramla Ali get um, make history, and she did, and I appreciate that. Now. Um, you know, Ramla Ali is from Mogadishu, Somalia. If y'all don't know about Mogadishu, let me tell you. Um, they out that she she was born in war times. So this girl ain't no like she she ain't no softy. She came up in times where, you know, they were blowing up things around her. I think her brother died in the war. Her young brother died as a casualty, you know, um in the in, in the war, and he was a, a child. So she, you know, she's, 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 
her beginnings are are quite you know um uh profound okay um so she became a refugee and uh she went to england and um became british okay uh enrique enrique luna comes in september 10th london i'm wondering shout out women's headliner shields and nayer i think you meant mayor yeah that's september 10th it looked like y'all um yeah shout out these women on this big card um i like i said you know i'm looking forward to how, how they how they um show up that night i want to see some i want to see some some bras getting slumped or some some bras getting folded right because that's what we showed up for everybody <laughs> yeah so um back to ramla ali so yeah you know refugee um went to went to britain um became the first person uh to win an african boxing title amateur boxing title also being an, an international gold medalist so she's done some big things um in representing because um she decided to uh, change over and instead of representing britain she changed over to represent her country somalia being the first um african women woman or somalian woman to do that and being the first african woman to actually um perform on the olympics uh is it became the first no she became the first somalian woman to perform on an olympic stage so she was she's done big things for africa and that's why i'm highlighting her um she she helped somalia's boxing federation um she helped to set up somalia's boxing federation that's huge that means they respect her enough to give her a part in establishing that industry in that country and that's fantastic that's that i mean that's opening the door for many other women in other um in, in other facets of boxing to step up and and have a place and so i respect her big time for that um she she was the first uh somalian woman to represent um the the country at the women's world championships right so sugar was the first um woman to represent uh the her my 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 uh ancestor my family's country of jamaica uh at the world championships I got the silver medal you know and and um i i have to say you know it, it was that that the story of that was a great story in itself um maybe i'll tell you a little bit about that another time uh but you know that sugar's memoirs the book is coming out soon so you know look out for that um and i'm saying this you know about uh ramla ali a lovely assistant uh do you have any uh clips of of what she did um scrap book boxing comes in i got to run queen sugar peace i uh subbed and rang the bell thank you baby ah thank you scrap book and yes you have a good weekend baby and I'll see you next Wednesday. If not, drop back around here. Um, I'll be looking for your face in the place. Mwah. Okay. So, um, 
yes, uh, Ramla Ali, I think I have a clip. If not, okay, I, I'm going to say this. Ramla Ali, um, okay, look like we do have a clip. Ramla Ali stopped um, Crystal uh, Garcia Nova uh, in the first round with uh, a body shot. She knocked the mouthpiece out of uh, Crystal's mouth and then followed up with uh, a body shot and um, Crystal immediately dropped down to her knees. Now, I've got an issue with that. I don't mind, and, and, I, and I think it's great that Ramla Ali got in there and she performed like that, but uh, um, Crystal had a padded record, number one. Um, number two, Crystal went in there acting like an opponent. You know, um, I was the first, me, I was the first woman to box in Japan. And nobody knows that. Me and Fujin Raika, me versus Fujin Raika was the first uh, women's boxing fight in the country of Japan ever. So yeah, I made history in another country too. Right. But, you know, they pulled my card. I was a legitimate contender, flew 12 hours over, um, had jet lag, all of that shit, you know, um, stayed in a little whole house over there, but they treated me nice, you know, but yeah, they treated me like a, like a pretty, they treat, they treated me like a journey woman, but I went in there and I took my, my chances fighting Fujin. I, I should have stopped her. I didn't. What I did was I, I wanted to give Japan a performance to show them how great women's boxing and women's boxers were. And, you know, I got I, I believe I got robbed of a decision. It's out here on the net. Uh, it's called Unbelievable Judgment. And it came out in the newspapers. Even the newspapers said that, you know, they, they didn't think Fujin got that 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 win. But it is what it is. You know, that's why I'm here to tell my story. Um, that, you know, when you're making such a, a, a big statement in, in, in the history of the sport and the history of your country, you can't, you can't bring out a sub quality opponent to do so. You are an Olympic level athlete. You got to bring somebody out. That's a bit live. You know, yeah, you, you got to know that there's a chance that there's there's a great chance that you can beat this contender, not opponent, contender now, because you're doing something great. You don't bring a you don't bring a uh, a tomato can or a four and forty fighter on the stage with you when you're about to do something legendary. You cheapen the moment. Know what I mean, like you don't do that. Right. You, you bring a contender, you bring somebody that's going to make your name with that, too. And, and then y'all perform. Right. So that's what I have to say about that. So, I mean, people were, uh, you know, people are amazed about that knockout. But was that a real knockout? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she stopped that girl. Fine. 
Now I'm saying this, Ramla Ali, who is seven wins, um, oh, seven wins, two losses, and uh, zero draws, two by KO. Now, you coming out there and you knocking broads out like that, now you got a story that you got to stick to. Oh, so you knocking broads out out here? Now these other, you know, it's going to be, how are you going to keep proving that as you climb the ranks? How are you going to keep showing how spectacular you are while fighting better quality opponents? I think you would have been better off by outboxing a great quality contender instead of, you know, picking a low quality opponent. Uh, padded opponent and doing this because now this is who I'm measuring you up against okay baby this is this is who you got to start doing this against you, uh, you know Sinesia Estrada because you're super you're bantamweight to super bantamweight so you know Sinesia Estrada is in your weight class baddie I want to see you do that I want to see you do that leading up to Sinesia Estrada. I want to see you call out Sinesia Estrada now. You so bad. You knocking people out, right? You on that level, right? I want to see you do that. Or I want to see if you can outbox Sinesia Estrada, right? Because a lot of these, Ramala Ali, look at her, check, the, check her record, right? They moving her nicely. But at the end of the day, you got to be real in the field. You got to be real in that ring, <laughs> okay? You got to be tough. You got to take and give. I haven't even seen Ramla get get touched up enough to say, well, you know, she she she's she's durable enough to 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 go with some of these toughies. I mean, I wouldn't even mind her watching her or seeing if she would fight um, Marla Esparza, you know, even though Marla Esparza can't bust a grape. But, you know, to, th th these are the contenders now that you're going after, hun. Right? So, you, you know, you got to make a story. You got to build up now to where you're calling these broads out. Because the days of old, those days are over. Where, um, like how Christy Martin and Lucia Riker never fought each other. Like how Layla Ali and, and Ann Wolf never fought each other. Right? Somebody was a punk in 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 the in, in those situations. We don't know who, right? But we can we if we look at the records, we can figure out who. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, you know what I'm saying? Those days are done. And we're looking to you ladies now to um we're look we're looking at you ladies to evolve the game. Okay. Um Oh, Mike comes in with the facts on May 9, 2008 at Korakuen Hall in Tokyo, Japan, in what was said to be the first time that the Japan Boxing Commission officially recognized a women's boxing event. Imiko Raika, um, yeah, of Tokyo. So I, I don't know. Did they put Sugar's name in here? Uh, I, I hope they weren't disrespectful and left my name out of it. But yeah, I, I, that was me. You know, I made history. I did a, I, yeah, I, I, 
you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us, um, some of us aren't, aren't really, don't really understand. Um, they don't really understand the, the leaps and bounds their presence in this industry have made because they, they didn't get a belt or they didn't, you know, get this, the, the, the highlight fame that they were looking for, but every broad played a part, whether you are a winner or a loser, you played your part and you are important. Okay. Um, uh, my, Michael Orr said he found an article uh, saying that, you know, regarding that um, that history-making bout between me and Fujin Raika, uh, in the same article it says that you didn't fight in 2007 because couldn't find an opponent, right? So Sugar was always trying to fight legitimate contenders, the champion, and nobody would fight me. So I had hiatuses that were three years, um, you know, like big gaps in my career, big time gaps in my, in my career, because none of these names would fight me. Like I said, I stood on Cecilia Brackus's porch and she wouldn't open the door, you know, um, it, it, it was tough. Yeah. But I made it out. I made it out. I still, I still got some sugar here to share. Okay, and 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 I I was still able to work with a lot of great people uh, in camps, you know, outside of actually uh, fighting sanction sanction fights because you know uh, that sugar was out here. Okay, um, so yes, Ramla Ali, I, I, I highlighted her, good up and coming prospect sub 10 so still got we still got our eyes on her to see if she's real out here in the field i had and had an impressive uh you know stoppage of um crystal garcia nova right so now i'm looking forward to perform more performances like that miss ramla ali right because um that it, it if you fold in, if you fold in broads with body shots, uh, you know I'm, I, I want to see you fold uh, uh, higher quality contenders now, the same way. Other than that, girl, go on and do your thing. Do your thing, girl. Right? I love what you're doing out here, and you're looking great doing it. Um, so that's it for the night, you guys. I'm sorry I don't have no pictures. It was just me out here in the countryside. And um, like like my man uh, stopping in, my guy Omar stopping in, like, subscribe, share some of this sugar. Check me on my handle on Instagram, Natalie Sugar Brown. And you you guys know that the Natalie Sugar uh then, uh, goodness, the Natalie Sugar Brown Show also has an Instagram handle, the Natalie Sugar Brown Show. I'm going to have my boys put it down here in, in um, the description from now on so y'all can check in, like, subscribe, share, and leave comments. I love you guys for, ch for, for chiming in. It's lit about my father's business. Great show tonight. All right. Thank you about my father's business. I, I that means uh, that means a lot coming from you. Okay, uh, me and you go way back to the Bigs Dem Gym. 
okay? And, and you said you bust me up, and I bust you up. So now we family, right? We blood family. <laughs> um, thank you all who dropped comments. I'm going to shout y'all out right ya know, right ya know. So, um, yeah, so, you know, Moni Brown TV who chimed in first. Thank you, boo-boo, for making your face in the place. Carl W., okay, thank you for stopping by, Carl. You know, it, you, you made the night with all your questions and your input. It was Liddy, okay? Liddy for the fitty. I like it. Um, then we had about my father's business chiming in, you know, uh, coming in from way, way back uh, when sugar was too bad. Okay. Um, and I appreciate you stopping in. Uh, scrapbook boxing coming in uh, and, and, and showing support and, and, and being and standing up in the building with sugar. I like that, you know. Uh, Noel Bastian Pitt. Uh, Listen, I'm going to get it right. Noel Bastiam Piai or Pilai. Okay? Don't judge me. Okay? I'm not good at the names, but I'm good with the love. And you... Thank you for the love. And, you, and, and I'm giving you so much love for stopping in, Noel. Thank you. Thank you for stopping for for stopping in and watching the Sugar Show for the first time, uh, Michael. Okay, thank you for always chiming in with Sugar. Okay, and you know we get naughty out here. No sirens tonight, but you know what? We still out here um, behaving badly. Okay. Um, uh, goodness. Um, you know, Scrapbook Boxing gave me a compliment. You have an old school attitude. Oh, and love my, I, I had already said that. I'm just reading, going back. Um, Omar Johnson, thanks again for stopping in. Uh, Enrique, Enrique uh, Luna, Enrique Luna, thank you for dropping in uh, and, and letting us know that you standing up in, in, in the place, in the space of time, Wednesday at 7.30, okay? Um, you guys, it's been real. It's been real fun. Like, subscribe, share. Okay. I chimed in for a little bit on, um, Friday. Well, I, I, I kind of, I, I missed the boy them show, show, but I'll be on there, uh, th this Friday. You know, I, I try to make it. Sugar's busy out here. Okay. Until then, y'all have a good weekend. Like, subscribe, share some of this sugar. Until then, be safe and take care. Bye-bye.